the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I'm your host, Dr. James J.C. Cooley, and I am so, so, so excited about the show today. Today, we're going to talk about marriage versus ambition and how not to lose yourself and your relationship and we got two absolutely fantastic sensational guests married couple of course and both of them are doctors and they're going to share some of the things some of the recipes and you know and and, and also give us some pointers and some help help us out because some of us are struggling because we don't know how to do these things and uh that's why we got the experts how you doing today michelle I'm good. How are you? <laughs> As you see, I'm excited about the show. Well, good. Everyone should be excited about the show. This is a very important topic. So, you know, um, these amazing guests on the show today, um, they're going to give, you know, um, their opinions, their, you know, suggestions and recommendations. So, like, this is going to be a great topic. That's going to be a very great topic. And Michelle, uh, I'll tell you what, I can't wait to get this started. Can you please uh, uh, tell our listeners and viewers the title of the show, the purpose, and uh, introduce these two great guests? Yes, the title of the show is Marriage Versus Ambition, How Not to Lose Yourself in Your Relationship. And we're getting to know marriage ambassador and management consultant, Dr. Matube McKendie, and author, marriage ambassador, psychotherapist, and occupational health psychology practitioner, Dr. Candice McKendie. And we're going to talk about balancing personal and marital goals and valuing uniqueness and acceptance in marriage and communicating a unified vision for for the family. So let's talk about those two gay, amazing guests. Drs. Matube and Candice McKendy are marriage ambassadors that have been married for nearly seven years. Dr. Matube is a management consultant for a global firm, while Dr. Candice works in private practice as a psychotherapist and occupational health psychology practitioner. They are committed to keeping their marriage strong with while also pursuing their own personal goals. Along the way, they decide to encourage couples to improve their relationship by following Biblical Principles for Their Marriage. Dr. Candace is the author of two books, A Peculiar Girl's Guide to Sass and Substance, 15 Ways to Achieve High Self-Esteem and a Good Life, and You Already Know My Name, a novella. Dr. Matube is coming out with his first book in 2023 entitled Leadership for Such a Time as This. Dr. Candace owns and manages Be Well Resource Group, a people-centric organization focused on mental health counseling and workforce development and training. They live in Maryland with their daughter with another one on the way. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, presents Drs. Matube and Candace McKenzie. Hello, welcome to the show. <laughs> and you know what? I, I am so excited to have both of you guys on the show today, especially with the topic that we're going to talk about. And, um, you know, and I know our audience is, is, is looking forward to this as well. You know, so uh, uh, first of all, can you guys uh, tell uh, our listeners and our viewers uh, a little bit about you all, where you grew up at, and who were some of the folks that inspired uh, you all to actually be the person that you are today? Uh, let's start off with you, uh, 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 Dr. Matimba. Sure, sure. And thank you again for having us, JC. We appreciate the invite. Uh, just in terms of uh, where I grew up, I grew up in a few different places. So it's always, uh, it takes a little while for me to explain. 
And then I was born in the U.S. I was born actually in Athens, Ohio, moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with my family. Uh, and then at the age of six, our whole family moved to, to Africa um, as part of my dad's uh, job at the time where he worked for the United Nations. So we lived in Liberia. We lived in Senegal. We lived in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and we lived in Guinea-Bissau. And, and uh, it sounds like a military family, but we were not. We, uh, as I mentioned before, working with the UN, we, we shifted things around there um, as the need, need came about there. But in terms of who inspired me, I would point back to my parents being pivotal in my life. They've, they've helped me through so many different types of things. Um, and just watching their journey, uh, these are two individuals who came to the U.S. from the Democratic Republic of Congo now over 40 plus years ago um, and started their life here for their children. They, they basically came without speaking any English. Um, not, not only that, my dad came on a scholarship and didn't speak English. So he came for school and <laughs> did not have much money nor anything to, to really you know put on, on the table for his kids, but he worked hard. So through that perseverance and determination, really made a life for us and, and uh, showed us what it meant to truly be God-fearing children. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'll say definitely my parents. What about you, Ken? Yeah, you know, I didn't move around nearly as much as Mutiba um, during my childhood, but I was born and raised in Greenville, North Carolina. So I'm a Southern girl. Um, and I stayed there until I went to college um, at UNC Chapel Hill, so University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Um, you know, my parents were also very integral to my life growing up. You know, they made a lot of sacrifices so that I could, you know, be in extracurricular activities, excel academically, travel internationally, all of those different things, um, and just get exposed to lots of things that will, will have eventually um, influenced me today. So, you know, also my dad, it was it was really important to him that his children and especially his girls learn to be independent. So I remember uh, him teaching me how to change a tire, for example. He wanted to make sure that no matter what happened in life, whether I met a, an amazing man or not later in life, that I would be able to fend for myself. Um, and my mom, I would say she was very important in helping me with my self-esteem. She was probably my biggest cheerleader when it came to me making sure that I knew that I was worth worth it, that you know I could do everything that I put my mind to. She supported me academically. Um, she was at all the, the school events and things of that nature. So also um, my parents were very inspiring. But I also want to give credence to my siblings because I do have siblings that are much younger than me. And a lot of what I've done in life has been inspired by just wanting them to see a, a positive example. If they don't see it anywhere else, seeing it in their, their older sister. Wow. That, that definitely is inspirational. I mean, I'm the youngest in my family and I always look to my older siblings for inspiration. So Dr. Candice, um, you were talking about your educational background where you um, came, uh, where you went to school at. Can mm -hmm. you tell us how you got into the field that you are in and a little bit about Be Well Resource Group and the services it provides? Absolutely. So I have loved psychology from the day that I took my first psychology class at UNC. Um, so I have a bachelor's in psychology and then I have a master's in clinical psychology. And then I decided to move on to organizational psychology after that. So that's where my PhD lies is in um, organizational psychology. But then I realized that there's a need within organizations because you know, adults, we spend so much time at work. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, people are, you know, stressed out because of what's going on at work and they bring that stuff home and it causes a lot of mental health and psychological challenges. So um, I decided I wanted to practice uh, occupational therapy or I'm sorry, occupational health psychology, where I really focus on employee wellness, leadership development, and helping people to feel satisfied at work. I can't take a station break, but I want to come back. I want to pick it up because I want to know all about this. It's your life. We'll be back shortly 
after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm Todd Purick, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Church of Life. And I tell you, it's just so fascinating already. We just got off into this conversation. Uh, and uh, if you want to be part of this great conversation, because you know what, they're getting ready to bring it. They're bringing it already. But I'm talking about they, we're getting ready to turn the heat up on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, starting there. So, uh, hey, Dr. Candace, now you were telling us about uh, your, your group, and we had to take the station break. So, uh, can, can we pick it up from there? Oh, absolutely. Um, So I was just saying that, you know, Be Well Resource Group is two-pronged. So we offer uh, neuropsychological and mind-body-based tools and approaches for for individuals who are experiencing a range of mental health challenges uh, to include anxiety, work-related stress, couples issues and things of that nature. Um, And so that's what we do on the micro level. But on the macro level, we work with organizations. So small to medium sized businesses, nonprofits, um, churches. And I always want to emphasize churches because it's so important to work with the leaders of the church as well um, and the workers in the church uh, to understand what it means to be well. Right. So we focus on trainings and consultations to help leaders and employees focus on psychological wellness um, in organizations. Thank you. Mutiba, you have an upcoming book titled Leadership for Such a Time. Can you tell the audience and listeners why you decided to write this book? Absolutely. And, And the book itself originated as part of the work that I was doing for my doctoral program, but it's been something that I'd been I would say working on in my head for for quite a bit of time here. And as implied in the title, um, leadership for such a time as this, we need a new type of leader. We need leaders who understand that the challenges that we're facing for this day and age are different than what we faced 10 years ago, five years ago, 
And and for some of us, as we know, you know, what we've been, you know, going through COVID over the last three years, just three years ago, leadership has changed such so significantly. Uh, so the book in itself really touches on the what I call the global inclusive leadership framework, which identifies three separate prongs as to what leaderships should leadership should look like for now. And I, I call out inter- intersectionality, morality, and accountability as being those three things. Because I think that from an intersectionality standpoint, we really need to understand how it is to work with each other, how it is to learn from each other, and how each person is different. And just because we could be, uh, for example, for me and Candace standing here as two Black individuals, we can be very different people, right? So having that understanding of what that means to be intersectional uh, is one part of it. Having that understanding of what exactly morality means for this day and age is also another huge indicator. And the accountability uh, standpoint is just how do we now take action on all of that? How do we make sure that we are changing our culture, changing our mindsets so that we are truly envisioning and, and living out this lifestyle for, for this next generation? So that's the, the premise of the book. But I also include a lot of uh, narration about my life and what I've seen and, and how that really ties into all of it. Wow. So you know what? Let's 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 get into the meat of things. So you both are marriage ambassadors. What are some of the main challenges you see in marriages, specifically millennial marriages? Woo. All right, let's jump in. <laughs> so, you know, we we all know the common marriage challenges, right? Their communication, finances, uh, not meeting expectations, children, physical intimacy or sex. Um, and the list can go on, right? Um, but the truth of the matter is a lot of these things that we we know are problems in marriages and challenges, they can lead to disagreements at the least, And at worst, it can lead to divorce. Um, We know right now in the U.S., approximately 44 percent of uh, couples in in their marriages in divorce. That's pretty high. That's close to 50 percent. So specifically for millennial marriages, we definitely see that many times both spouses in the marriage, they have these ambitious goals that they want to reach. And when they get married, they start to feel like they are losing themselves or they can't be themselves anymore. Um, essentially, they feel like they just can't, you know, engage in the things they love to engage in anymore. They can't, you know, move towards some of the goals that they may have had when before they got married. And that is amplified, especially when, when children come into play. So if, you know, you're a couple that, you know, desires to have children, or if you have children, you may have seen that. Right. So um, I can speak from the the female perspective that mothers usually feel this a lot um, when it comes to the growing responsibilities of having to focus on, you know, everyone in the family and then forgetting who they are and what they loved in the first place. But but I do believe that, you know, husbands also really feel that same thing. Yeah. And and. I know whenever we talk about this and we always lead up with this same intro, it, it paints a very scary picture of marriage. We know, <laughs> but it's not that scary because people who take their marriage seriously and prioritize with their marriage, they they don't have the challenges that we're talking about here. So so we'll, we'll talk about some of that as we go along. <laughs> I, I, got, I, I got this question now. Both of you guys uh, hold doctorate degrees. Is there ever, uh, how would you put it, uh, a competition or challenge? Or, I mean, just to, just to keep it fun? Have that ever occurred? You know, thank, thankfully not. Uh, and, and we are, uh, I would say we phrase it differently. I, I don't want to compete with my wife. I want to encourage her. Mm-hmm. And she wants to do the same thing for me. And she just talked about her the, the PhD process, for example. For both of us, that was that's a stressful process. Uh, you know, we we handled that situation very differently. For her, it was a lot of tears. <laughs> it was me trying to support her through a, through a lot of tears. But for me, it was stress. It was trying to be, you know, handle the various responsibilities that come with being, you know, a husband, a father, uh, a, a you know, a, a man who's working and trying to make it in that life. 
and, and, and that just being a challenge in itself. So I just needed somebody who's going to be able to take that load off of me. And she did such an amazing <laughs> job. So so I wouldn't phrase it as competition. I would say, you know, however we can uplift each other. That's that's essentially what we would focus on. What are some of the ways that you can suggest to couples how they can disconnect from the daily grind. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we have a few things that we do. Um, there you know, are a plethora of things that couples can do, but one, uh, strive to do uh, weekly date nights. I can't say that we are perfect at that, but we, we try. We absolutely try. And then where we can't get a date night in um, alone, one-on-one, we try to incorporate some fun things with with our daughter so that we're all just you know disconnecting from from work um also daily check-ins and that can be as simple as making sure that we sit down together after work uh after dinner and you know just asking each other how how the day went our daughter is so accustomed to this now that uh she'll start the conversation sometimes and she's four so she'll so mommy how was your day and so we make sure that we are, you know, instilling that in our child, but also making sure that we're checking in with each other daily. Also, we have uh, what we call a monthly business meeting. Now, I bring this up because we suggest doing that for, you know, business purposes and, you know, budgeting purposes, but separating that from that date night time. Some some couples might say, you know, oh, we'll do that on date night. We'll discuss these different things. But really, in order to disconnect, you have to disconnect. So we're going to go have fun. We're going to have fun, right? We're going to go to Top Golf. We're going to do something, go to the movies or something. And we're not talking about business, even though we still want to have that in a, a space too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I would say is just really encourage each other as uh, as a couple to have time to yourself with your friends. It is okay for him to go watch the game with his friends um, and, you know, have his time. And I encourage it. And same with me, have lunch with my girls and, and just disconnect. It's really a really healthy thing to do. Oh my gosh. Preach sister. (laughs) You know what? And I, you know, I, I agree with that. um, Dr. Candice, because I think like, I'm going to speak for me and James, we don't have to be up under each other 24 seven, you know, because to me, it's not, to us, it's not necessary and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And as far as, you know, date night, one thing that we do see, and I'm sure you've seen it when you go out to dinner, you see couples sitting across each other, but they're not talking. They're on their phone. I'm like, you could have done this at home. Yes. It's like, this is really not engaging and everything. Like you could put the phone aside or, you know, you don't have to talk about this is about reconnecting and just enjoying each other's company. So I just want to say that, but that that's it. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> you know, uh, I got a question because uh, uh, even married couples, uh, sometimes we have our own personal endeavors. How do you all go about supporting uh, each other's individual personal endeavors uh, without causing any conflict or 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 any of that stuff. Yeah, uh, and it's still time back to the question that she just answered using those same venues because that's the best time to bring up some of those things, right? Uh, timing is always important with this and, and when to do it. So we, we understand that date night may not be the time to address certain things, but during that business meeting may be an appropriate time to have certain discussions mm-hmm. around endeavors, right? Um, so I would say using that, that's a really good uh, opportunity for that mutual trust to be built. And and one thing that we do, I, I think we've done it really well over the last several years, is making sure that at the beginning of every year, uh, and a lot of people do this, create that vision board, create that vision statement for your family, really have those discussions about what exactly does the year look like? Because when we're talking about having business meetings, it helps to have a foundation for that business meeting, right? So that business meeting is set because you've already discussed expectations up front there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll tell you, we we got to take a station break, but this is it getting exciting. It's getting exciting. I'm liking this. And I know our audience, uh, our listeners, our viewers, 
they're enjoying this. So we're gonna take a station break, but when we're gonna come, we're gonna come back and pick it up and okay. talk to you. <laughs> got any questions that you might want to ask these two great doctors, by all means, you know how to do it. You can pick up the phone one 577 2473 or go to the comments section. Yes, your life. I'm Dr. James Stacy Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There's much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show. It's your life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must listen for anyone who thinks they're stuck in life or needs to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to become an overcomer because a bigger, better, and more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon or wherever books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Hi, I'm Todd Pyrrhic, the producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join James as he shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of his book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by Dr. James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on Smart Speakers and Odyssey.com. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show. Uh, it's your life, and I tell you, I'm, I'm over here. I'm tickled pink, and I'm having an absolutely wonderful time uh, talking to these two young, beautiful doctors. And uh, wow, so full of wisdom, so full of knowledge at a young age, you know, and uh, they're just laying it down. So I tell you, I encourage each and every last one of you to become part of this conversation. Ask them any questions that you want to. You know, so uh, yeah, I, w- I want to bring it back with. Uh, now, I know we were talking about some of the things. What is what are or were some of the differences that you had to get used to in your marriage? And I think you guys were touching on that a little bit. Can we pick it up uh, from that point, and you know, we're going to expand it to even more. Yeah, uh, Doctor Candace. <laughs> We're gonna okay. We're gonna get real, right? <laughs> you said real. Yeah. So some of the differences that we that I had to get used to. I'll speak for myself, and then I'll let my husband uh, kind of talk about his perspective. But uh, you know, Mutima has this had this sense, and still has the strong sense of stability. And I know that makes me sound <laughs> kind of kind of sad at the moment, but I'll explain. So um, when we met, he I was attracted to that sense of stability. I didn't really have that at the time. You know, I was you know wanting to move around and do all these different things, and he was already stable, financially stable at a young age, and that attracted me to him. But it was also something that once we got married, um, I had to get used to. 
because with someone who has this sense of stability, it also comes with being financially savvy and, you know, very budget conscious and wanting to have these meetings about money and, and things that, you know, I really can say I wasn't, you know, into at first. Um, I will say that I'm much in, in a much better place now. And I think a lot of that growth came faster because of me being connected to him. It would have come eventually into adulthood, but once we got married, that growth um, was expedited because I was connected to him. But it didn't come without challenges because I had to get had to get used to that. Um, and then also, he's very calm. If you want to call it chill, um, and he definitely calms me down. Uh, so if you see us as a couple and you're like, oh, they're such a calm couple, uh, it's usually because I'm just trying to be more like him. I'm just trying to be more like him. And uh, he's my balance. So we're, we're working on it. And again, I think I made some improvements. What, what do you think? What do you, what she, do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> and she is, she is that perfect, perfect yin to my yang there because she's talking about being calm. But I was attracted to her because I needed somebody who was outgoing. You know, I'm, I'm the introvert. I'm the one who's the recluse. I like to stay at home. I needed somebody who was going to be a little exciting for me. So <laughs> she brought that balance because she was that outgoing person. She's got that spirit. Uh, and she also is more entrepreneurial minded, That which is kind of strange because I'm really entrepreneurial minded. Yes, yeah. But she will come out of the woodwork with some of the ideas that come out of her head. I'm just, I'm always so shocked. Like, some of the concepts that she says, hey, how about we think about this? I, we went through a stretch there that I think for like one month, she probably came up with 30 business ideas that she wanted to do. <laughs> it was it's, it was crazy. But that's what that's who she is. And I'm the risk adverse person who says, all right, well, how do we go make this real? Mm -hmm. um, but she's that person who's just, you know, pioneer out in the sky kind of thinking. You need that balance, too, because you need, you know, you need somebody to push you a little bit when you are somewhat comfortable in that box. You know, that is so funny. Uh, so basically, James is the extrovert. I'm the introvert. And I, think, I think it's, you know, I'm from New York, born and raised in the city. And I'm a little bit more cautious. And so um, he's, you know, he's from the South, born and raised in Chattanooga. And he's a little bit more friendlier than I would than I would say people may perceive me to be. Uh, I'll give you a perfect example um, on a cruise. By the first day, everyone knows who James is. They're like, he's walking through the boat. Hey, James. Hey, James. He's like, hey, come to the cabin so we can hang out. I'm like, James, we don't know these people. <laughs> I'm telling these people that, and um, so that's something I, we had we had to get used to with each other. And he's more of a a visionary than I am. He's more of step-by-step -step process and explaining things. I'm like, get to the point, get to the end of the story. And so that's, <laughs> so that could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing, but you know, we learn to um, adjust with that. It's the perfect now, balance though, isn't it? it yeah. It, you need that. You need that perfect balance. <laughs> yeah. So wait, is it better to have a spouse with similar attributes or should we look for uniqueness in your opinion? Mm. Oh, definitely uniqueness. And that I, I will say that with a caveat, that's how it works for us. Mm -hmm. Right. There may be people that are listening uh, to the show today that really, you know, if they are aspiring to be in a marriage or a relationship, they may it may work that they you know, want someone that's like them, that's exactly like them. And that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Uh, for us, it works because we do really like the fact that we're both unique and we mm -hmm. value uniqueness um, in our marriage. So, you know, like Mutiba mentioned, we bought, both brought some things to our marriage and to our spouse that have helped both of us to grow exponentially. That had we been on our own, uh, we may not have been exposed to or even thought about. So for us, uniqueness is super important. What do you think? Yeah. No, I, and and I, I guess the only caution here is that when we talk about uniqueness, we're absolutely agreed that we should have them. We should be unique. However, when we talk about values, 
I would absolutely say that you want to be on the same mindset as your spouse in terms of your values. Mm -hmm. So, so those are the one things that I would separate from this conversation because when you talk about things like your your religious religious beliefs, maybe your political affiliations, or Mm -hmm. number of kids that you want to have, or potentially, you know, do you want to have kids at all? Right? Mm -hmm. When you when you talk about those type of things, that's where it gets a little bit. It's a little bit of a different conversation. You really want to make sure that your value system is mm-hmm. aligned to your spouse but in terms of your uniqueness of the your individuals your mm-hmm. individual state those absolutely could be different absolutely do you believe one of the biggest mistakes um, when people are headed to marriage or they're already there is the notion of i'm going to try to change this person mm-hmm. and i look at it this way the person you fell in love with you fell in love with this person they're, you're right, they're unique. That's their personality. Unless it's something detrimental to the relationship, something um, destructive, why do you believe that is the biggest mistake when people try to change the other person? Ooh. Do you want to go or you want yeah. me to go? No, <laughs> that is a huge mistake. And mm-hmm. um, I'm so glad you brought that up because the question is why? And the reason is because it it just won't work. People are going to change on their own volition. You're going to change when you have the motivation to change. Um, And so going into a relationship, this is why we really, really, really encourage uh, premarital counseling. If couples are, you know, before marriage, and if you're in a marriage already, and those differences become a huge problem, you know, first trying to have a sit down and speak about those differences respectfully, big emphasis on respectfully. Um, but then if it, it's just too deep rooted or too, um, too strong of the differences, then definitely seeking marriage counseling, because you can't change something that is ingrained in a person. Um, only they can change when they are motivated to change and who knows what that motivation is going to be. You meet the representative of the person at first. Mm -hmm. So that's the best version of each other at first. But the more time you spend with each other, you you start to learn different things about that person. And then, Mm -hmm. then you have to make a conscious decision and an intentional decision to know whether or not that person is for you. And just be honest with yourself because there are too many people that go into a marriage saying, yeah, but, you know, I don't I don't want to, you know, break up this engagement because of what it's going to look like to other people. But how are you going to feel in 10 years, 15 years from now? What if you bring children into the world and you are just still miserable because that person didn't change um, because you tried to make them change. So that's a huge, huge mistake um, for people, for Mm. people to make. Yeah. And and one thing I would add is just to ask yourself, why do I want them to change so badly? Mm -hmm. What is it that's maybe that's in me that resides in me that may be deep rooted. That's causing me to want them to change. Sometimes it has nothing to do with the other person. It could be something that has to do with you. Is there a trigger that's causing you to see something in them that's really reflecting something that's in you? And that is another indication that you might want to seek some counseling as well, too. Yeah, it's all about context. We all grow up in different environments, different experiences, growing up through life. And and that makes us who we are. Mm. So you have to make a good, healthy decision when it comes to marriage before you say I do or jump the broom, take the ring, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) You know, uh, everything that you guys are saying is so important because um, uh, when you first get married and uh, we talk about the seven year itch and we talk about all of these things. When you really, when you get married, you, you really get a chance to know who the person, a person, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you could date for a long time and you might not, you still, but soon as you tie the knot, get married and, then you're like, okay, I don't know what I got myself into on this one. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, well, we're going to take a station break, but I want to pick it up when we get back because um, I want to know if, if, if you guys got any habits and things that you guys do together that, uh, you know, just makes each one of you guys work. It's your life. I'm Dr. James J.C. Cody. We'll be back shortly after the break.
There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. Dr. James Cooley is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. Dr. Cooley is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, Dr. James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, and wow, uh, not only educational, very inspirational. I got a question. Do you all have any habits of routine that works for you too that you would like to share? Yeah, so uh, I think Matipa mentioned it a little while ago. Um, we do a vision board. We do a vision board session every year. Um, either right at the end of December or the beginning of January. Um, and we also do check-ins with, you, with each other throughout the year to see uh, where we are with those visions. And I do want to just drop two concepts here today. Um, you know, it's creating shared meaning and then making life dreams come true. So these are two concepts from what we call a sound relationship. And they're from uh, these two renowned psychologists in, in the relationship therapy field. But making life dreams come true, that's essentially when both spouses support each other in their own individual goals. So their own individual ambitions, you are supporting them either financially, emotionally, psychologically, however you can support your spouse with moral support. Um, and then creating a share, creating shared meaning is what are our collective goals, right? What are we doing as a married couple that we want to see grow as a couple? What's our ambition for our marriage? And so when we do our, our yearly vision board sessions, we're creating shared meaning, but we're also focusing on uh, making life dreams come true and supporting each other. And the other thing that we do is we engage in various forms of intimacy. Um, so when we talk about intimacy, I know the first thing that most people think is what? Sex. Sex, exactly. Yeah. Physical intimacy. But there are other types of intimacy. There's emotional um, intimacy. There's that physical intimacy that we just talked about. But there's also something we call experiential intimacy. Experiential intimacy is learning new things, trying new things together. Uh, to backtrack, emotional intimacy is just supporting each other emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, there's also spiritual intimacy. We pray together every day. Before we get up out of the bed, we pray we say our family confessions together. Uh, we incorporate our daughter with that, but we do it together. And we also read the word together every day. Um, so that's our spiritual intimacy. We try to pull out of all those different buckets um, to, to enhance intimacy in every way. Of course, uh, 
the sexual intimacy is probably on the top of the list for him. But, you know, in general, all the types of intimacy are are super important to to pull from in order to stay close and uh, and connected in, in your marriage. So those are things that we like to do and be mindful of. Matiba, what does a unified vision look like? That is a, a great question. So it's essentially creating a plan for the future, right? It's saying, how do I build with my spouse mm-hmm. for the future? So that what that doesn't look like is basically creating plans on your own. Right. Uh, and that's the amb- ambition part that we talk about here is saying that I have my personal desires and I'm just going to go about them on my own. What we're saying is that you should create this unified vision, right? Mm-hmm. You should be able to sit down and agree and say, even though we're not saying that we're, we have to completely be on the, do the same thing all the same time. What we're saying is that this is, this is what I'm going to do. This is what you're going to do. And it's still going to fall under the umbrella of a unified vision that yeah. still exists. Kenneth and I, we do very different things. Mm-hmm. Our, our goals in general are aligned. But in terms of how we apply those goals, it's very different, right? She does it through her psychological lens and I'm doing it through a leadership lens. But we still can come together as we are right now and talk about it and make it unified, right? So, so I do think that it still has to all con- connect under this unified vision. Now, do you believe, I think um, pe- some people might get the misconception, you know, when they get married, and they are a couple to remember that each person is an individual. And like you said, Motiva, it's like, you know, you both may have your personal goals. You, you, you share it with each other and you support each other. Now, you may have goals. I'm just throwing something, you know, hypothetical out there. Let's say you want to uh, run a bakery or something like that <laughs> or your own and you want Candace to, you know, be the, the manager of the bakery, but that's not her personal goal, but she supports you in doing it. So do you believe that even though you're a couple, couples should never lose their individual identity and their personal goals, but they can support each other on those goals? Absolutely. And I think the, the critical element that you just mentioned was time, right? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to balance time. So there's going to be a time and a place where Candace is going to have to help support me with that bakery. But I'm going to also need to say, hey, when you want to open up that hair salon down the road, I need to support you as well, too. So it's all about making sure that when you sit down together, you guys are very clear on how you're going to operate within that time frame. And, and, and be realistic. If that time is one year, okay. It's one year, but that time may be a little bit longer than, than that as well, too. So it's really just making that commitment up front that you're willing to invest for that period of time. Wow. What is uh, the most uh, rewarding thing about building a legacy uh, or vision uh, with your spouse and also making sure that your daughters you have two daughters uh, understand that this is how we see it this is how we would love for it to be can you talk a little bit about that yeah so what's most rewarding for me i think is just being able to create a life that we both enjoy with god in the center so when i say you know creating a life um, it sounds almost like we're doing it on our own but we really do ascribe to the fact that you know god is in the center and he is the one that is orchestrating all these things we're just executing right? And we're seeking his wisdom and his knowledge as we go along, but really being able to create a life that we both enjoy and and just not having to do it alone, right? And I also really enjoy the idea of building a, a legacy for our children so that they can start their lives in a more advanced space than we started when we were their age. We have a four-year-old who is playing piano and in gymnastics right now. I wasn't doing that when I was four, but I love seeing, and I think we both love seeing her start so early exploring her gifts so that when she becomes an adult and when our second baby comes and she also becomes an adult, they're in a different place um, where they can, their gifts can make room for them and take them to places that they couldn't even imagine. Um, and, and really just giving them 
the optimal amount of time to explore those gifts um, and and let those gifts make room for them. So those are the exciting things for me about building a legacy with my husband. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, what, uh, what are you? Deep right there. That was good. I like. What are your, your teachings uh, toward your daughters when you get ready to about uh, ambition and what success is? Uh, Dr. Mutemba, can you can you answer that? Yeah, and, and and I think about this question a little differently because I we we try to teach them a lot. We try to make sure that we're we're getting giving them the right opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we you know as we're talking here, I'm thinking that of course it's teaching, but the second part of that is us living it by example. Um, daughters and and children in general, right, are uh, are always about watching. They don't really listen as much. They listen a little bit, but but what they do is they watch and they they lead. They learn by example, yeah. right? So they watch you practice it, and then they say, "Okay, that's how it's going to be done." So if we're not putting things in place the right way, then we can't expect our children to follow us in the same in that same order. And and I say that thinking that you know it's it's challenging this day and age. They've got social media that's telling them how to do certain things. They've got, you know, their, their friends and mm-hmm. families. They've got TV that they have to worry about. Our challenge should be first as parents to make sure that they know their identity. Mm-hmm. Make sure your kids know exactly who they should be, right? Um, and I heard, heard you say this, JC, that they know your purpose, right? Know exactly, help them define what that purpose is and that sits under that identity of who they are. And then that second step is once people have a good and your children have that good firm understanding of their identity, the second part to that is, okay, let's make you a well-rounded individual who understands how to be humble as well, too, in this. this Wow. We're down to the last 30 seconds of the show. This has been absolutely amazing. I would love if you guys get time to come back on and we do part two is so needed it's so yes. needed so i want to thank i want to thank you all for taking the time to come on the show you're invited again uh always dream big think big and be big at everything that you do we'll be back tomorrow same time same place it's your life i'm dr james jc cool Thanks for joining us for The James Cooley Show. It's your life. To learn more about Dr. James Cooley and how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been It's Your Life with Dr. James Cooley, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big in everything you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 